High Noon with George Hook. Thanks to ClaytonHotels.com with 17 hotels across Ireland and the UK. You're very welcome back to High Noon this afternoon with Kira Kelly filling in for George. Lots of you getting involved on the litter uh, topic. Kira, the culture of Ireland is filth, probably because we were colonised, no pride of place. And that's from Christina. So, so the Brits were responsible for us uh, being filthy now, and we're also responsible for us being wonderful ones. We've got <laughs> the Brits seem to be responsible for everything, irrespective of whether they're here or not. Um, Litter would stop if there was a significant instant fine for littering. As with everything in Ireland, if there is no enforcement, we don't bother. We are a nation that needs a stick to do what we are told. And that's from John in Dublin. And then another one here says, Kira, unfortunately, there are thousands of cigarettes thrown out of car windows every day, despite despite ashtrays in cars. And that's from Brian in Knockline. I suspect people don't like the smell of the old cigarette butts, Brian, in their cars, even though their cars, if they're smoking in them, probably stink to high heaven. Anyway, and last one on this, it says... Why not make it mandatory to have a domestic bin for every household? Wouldn't that be a lot cheaper? And there might be something in that because I think illegal dumping is becoming an increasing problem and and, uh, not something that it's probably very easy to deal with because they often dump in kind of obscure and uh, isolated places. Now, it is, of course, Travel Tuesday and I am joined now in studio by the wonderful Barry Kenny to talk to me about something that I'm quite excited about. I've been to one or two of these. Oh, have you? The the, the world's weirdest festivals. There's a lot of weird out there, Kieran. Spain! (laughs) Spain is top of the weird list. The capital, absolutely. (laughs) Now, before we start throwing stones... Ireland has a couple as well. I mean, when you think of it, we have a major festival that celebrates a goat. Yeah, no, I yeah. know. I do know. Poke and and, and it's, it's the crack too. Yeah, and that, I mean, actually, this is it. You know, I think people should just take that the punchline to all these festivals is and then everybody starts drinking because, you know, there, there are hook lines to all of these. I mean, obviously, the wild male goat is captured from the hills near Kilorglan and brought into the town and raised on the platform and declared king by the queen, Puck, a young girl chosen. Ah, what a, what a lovely thing to be the girl who chooses the goat. Yes, exactly, to aspire to that uh, in life. And of course, uh, a more modern one is Ted Fest. Uh, I, I have never been to Ted Fest, but I suspect Ted Fest is only brilliant. I'd say I so. actually would quite like to dress as a nun and, 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 and do all of that. Well, you can participate, certainly if the 2017 programme is anything to go by, in Nuns Beach Volleyball. In uh, nuns, and limbo. I could actually play volleyball, so I would be an asset to N- these nuns. N- absolutely, <laughs> nuns limbo dancing. There is an unhealthy obsession with nuns in Ted Fest. Nuns allowed is another uh, uh, event, but also you have the priests dance off and Craggy Island's loveliest horse. Uh, well, 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 I mean, their, their lovely horses are renowned, of course. Is there a lovely girls competition? Um, there wasn't in 2017, as it happens. I, I, Loveliest I, horse superseded <laughs> the lovely girls, right? That may, well, say, now, that may say something about the festival. We, in, don't in, forget, we do, of course, have a lovely girls festival every single year in County Kerry, <laughs> as, we, as we mentioned. But it's in more anybody if wants to go. To, anybody Fort wants to will go be to, after us if anybody that. wants to go to the Ted Fest, 10th to 12th of February 2018 is the next edition of it. Um, but you're right at the outset. Spain is the world capital of. Talk to me a little bit about what's available in Spain. And we're not even talking about running of bulls no, and things, abso- which is no, mad enough no, in its own absolutely. right. Absolutely. The, the, it started, the most famous one at this stage is the Tomato War, the Tomatina uh, in Bunyal near Valencia. Uh, last Wednesday in August every year, so 30th of August, if you're going to go. Um, started just after the Second World War, a supposedly in a local uh, little rabbit parade. Um, woodland animals were going after the watermelons and people tried to pelt them with tomatoes, missed, hit each other. 
from the most famous food fight in the world uh, erupted from there. And it is full on, isn't it? Because they wear things like goggles and everything because they, they're getting pelted in the face, first of all, with, with quite quite an acidic fruit. Mm. Uh, you know, all that sort of stuff. Now, they have to be squishy. You don't have those, you know, hard ones you get on the supermarket shelves, right? It has to be, uh, shall we say, have give at the very least. And uh, you pelt them for an hour. About 145,000 kilos of tomatoes are brought into the square. It has calmed down the last couple of years. Uh, it was basically a free-for-all. About 50,000 people attended at its peak. But the health and safety people have got it after even the to- tomato war. Uh, 20,000 is limited to I, now. I'm glad you mentioned health and safety because you, you, you have alerted me to a, a festival I did not know existed and, and I, I do feel we should put health and safety onto them. <laughs> the baby leaping. Yes. Baby vaulting. El Calacho, right? <laughs> Talk in, to me a little uh, bit Castrio about this. Castillo de Murcia near Burgos, which is in the north of Spain. Um, basically, this is in around Corpus Christi, so 18th of June, as you knew. Uh, during the act, uh, the El Salto de Calacho, basically a man dressed in red and yellow to depict the devil, uh, in fact, several men, run down the street and on the street, on mattresses, are all the newborn babies from the town over the past year and they have to vault. You see, I've seen the, the photographs of this, Barry. And, and, and for people who just just try and imagine this, there are babies left, babies, these babies who can't crawl or walk. They're little babies and they're left lying on mattresses in the road while these grown men, with possibly a few drinks on them, are trying to leap over. What, what and it's not just one baby at a time. Like there there's are four babies on those mattresses. Four, six what, babies. What, what happens if one of the men fall on the babies? No recorded uh, instance of this. Now it could be hushed. You up, are you kind know. of taking your life in your baby's <laughs> hands. Are you? You know, it is basically said to cleanse the babies of original sin. Um, but Pope Benedict, actually, when he was in office, asked Spanish priests to distance themselves from this and basically try and take the Catholicism aspect and try to remind them that the church still teaches that it's baptism by water rather than as opposed a to baby leaping, man, uh, <laughs> hopping over you in a devil's outfit. Now, the babies appear to be enjoying it in the photos that I've seen. Um, but shall we say that potential consequences are fairly I clear. just wonder about the parents who put the babies on the mattresses for the random <laughs> men to leap over. Like, I can't see myself having you know become pregnant carried a child given birth you know yes. nurtured this little baby putting it in the middle of the street for somebody to jump over yes so this is the next obvious step from all that care and consideration uh, it looks very colourful and very lively it has to be said but um, one of the festivals that I was at in Spain which was also very weird because I was staying in this, this kind of small villagey place was they had um, and they're very very common on mm. water festivals yes and I went along in my innocence and actually I went along with a baby uh, because my, my youngest was only, I think, you know, a couple of months old at the time. And uh, I thought I was going along to observe something. Mm. That's what I, th- I thought. I said, I will observe this lovely Spanish custom of, of people, you know, possibly squirting each other with water yes. pistols or something. I didn't really know what it was. It was a free for all. They turned hoses on people, including me and anyone. And the fact that I had a baby made no difference. At one <laughs> stage, I was trying to lean over the baby's um, pram thing that I yeah. had, the buggy to try and protect the baby. And somebody actually shoved a, a, a kind of a hose up the back of my dress. Like, I, like they were literally. <laughs> there was, and then there was people doing these kind of runs up the street who were wearing half cut out watermelons as as helmets, okay. who were who were who were charging at other people. Like. And, and then they, they actually got the fire engines of the town to come out and just attack everyone. It was it, it was spectacular and it was hilarious. It is all audience participation. But it was mental. I mean, there were other, I mean, we won't, I haven't got, but there's talcum fights, there's frozen rats thrown at each other. There's wine sprayed at each other. And of course, at the end of the tomato war, they do hose you down uh, and thereafter the 
imbibing begins. So it's. Um, Did you really say frozen rats? Frozen, frozen rats. Yeah, it's it's. They throw pinatas, and some of them are full, filled with sweets, and some are filled with frozen rodents. Good Lord. For no particular reason. They really have no respect for no, health and safety don't. whatsoever. Now, the other end of life from baby jumping is the festival of near-death experiences. Uh, which I like this because I've yeah. seen Spectre and I uh, the Day of the Dead was a very yeah. sexy, very cool looking thing. That well, this is in Spain before we get to Mexico. The Fiesta of Near-Death Experiences in Galicia in Las Nieves. Basically, if you've had a health scare, a life-threatening health scare during the year, on July 29th, you walk through the town, or sorry, you don't walk through the town, your family do, carrying you in a coffin to celebrate the fact that you have escaped the coffin. But if you don't have family or friends, you've got to carry your own coffin through the town. So not only have you nearly died, you, have to, you don't even have anyone to carry your coffin. Like, this, this is grim stuff, really. But going to Mexico, as you say, Dia de, la, Dia de Muertes, the Day of the Dead. Very long standing, back to Aztec times in Mexico. Uh, and it's a celebration of life, actually. It teaches us that death is not something to be afraid of, but to enjoy every moment of our lives. And basically on November 1st and 2nd, uh, Mexicans believe the gates of the afterlife are thrown open. This is after Halloween yes. and whatever. And your loved ones will return to join the festivities. So you tend to eat their favourite food, decorate their graves. And in some areas of Mexico, they have these parades and people are in skeleton outfits. And Mexico City, as you say, features in the opening scenes of Spectre. The, that's the last James Bond movie, isn't it? It was. And yeah. in fairness, it was possibly one of the best opening yes. sequences. And, and James Absolutely. Bond, in fairness, do good opening sequences, yes. but possibly one of the best opening sequences ever. Yes. And of course, huge tourist interest in it thereafter. One problem. Mexico City didn't have... <laughs> A day of the day. It was just for the movie. Parade. It was just for the movie. So obviously the authority said, hang on a second, there's an expectation now. And so last year, for the very first time, they had their first Day of the Dead parade, over a thousand uh, actors, dancers, acrobats in costumes going through the streets. Quarter of a million people attended and they now want out of nothing, <laughs> out of art imitating life. So, or, so in other words, 007 has literally gifted yes. to Mexico City they want this to build phenomenal... on the scale of the Rio Carnaval based on the fact that Spectre made an historic error. It's, it's very interesting because <laughs> I actually watched that and went, I'd love to go to that. Yes, that looks course. so cool. <laughs> it and, it was, well, and I'm not even talking about the bits with the helicopters yes. and all, but it just looked so vibrant yes. and kind of semi-spooky at mm, the same time. Completely. Not unlike, actually, remember Live and Let Die? I was just about to say, the voodoo, the, the voodoo guys. New Orleans and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jane Seymour as a as a, I probably don't remember her quite as fondly as you, as you as do, Barry. Boy, Barry's know, eyes has just misted w- over there you were slightly. looking at Roger Moore's raised eyebrow, the one, I was the hoping one he Jane can Seymour would be freed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to go to Greece. Uh, root, uh, oh, I won't pronounce it in Greek. The Battle of the Rockets. Okay. Just this weekend gone. The Greek island of Chios. There's a town called Vrontados. And two churches face each other and across a ravine and rival members fire uh, tens of thousands of fireworks at each other's belfry. There's a lot of danger in these festivals. There's a lot of fighting, it's, basically. I guess it's because they're traditional, so they came yes. from a time that predated us being politically correct or health and safety conscious or whatever. And are, do the churches get hit? Do they get damaged? Well, that's the intent, that churches would get hit, but they actually have to clad the churches in advance to ensure that these historic belfries uh, aren't destroyed. Absolutely. What do they clad them with? Like cotton wool or something? Um, metal sheets, mainly. So... And then they get the little marks of the sticks the next day. And both sides apparently invariably claim victory in the number of times the opposition's belfry uh, is hit, therefore setting the date 
for the next year do to, we know are the congregations injured in, these, <laughs> in this battle of the churches it looks to be very photogenic it has to be said just these trails of uh, small fireworks going through the sky as they clatter off uh, the churches it's very unreligious isn't it it's uh, really unreligious <laughs> but the churches of course were kind of unreligious at one point in history weren't they they were quite <laughs> violent <laughs> institutions um, someone else says, just texted in Barry and says I got caught in the water festival in Lanaran in Spain I nearly drowned <laughs> it was a total free for all the one I was at you could have nearly drowned as well it was, it was, it was pretty it's amazing the, it's the wine throwing when you want to drown in really. if you're going to drown <laughs> if you're going to drown you might as well be hung for a, a sheep as a lamb uh, I suppose this is in Belgium now next and it's kind of Belgian actually it's the bathtub regatta and um, a local man in 1982 uh, heard a legend of a Frenchman sailing down the local river, the Meuse River in Dinant in Belgium in a bathtub and bought up a load of spare uh, abandoned uh, bathtubs and set about this bathtub regatta. And in the first year, he just sailed down the river in bathtubs. But <laughs> since then, people have been pimping out their bathtubs oh. elaborately. This is like Red Bull kind of thing. Yeah, people are <laughs> no limit to the number of people you can fit in the bathtub thereby creating one of the challenges and on the 15th of August every year so you can start work on your bathtub if you wish to bring you it over. You down the river. Yes. And there's themes every year so they had the Rio Olympics last year. No theme declared as of yet for the 2017 I, I, I like edition. where this is going. There's also uh, and, and I've never been to it but I, I've seen it on the TV cheese rolling festivals isn't there? Cheese rolling is in England. Actually England to be fair with them have some fairly niche and unusual uh, f- festivals. Basically, you're chasing a nine pound round of cheese down the uh, hill. That sounds fine, but the hill is a one in three gradient, okay? (laughs) And has the cheese has reached speeds of 70 miles per hour and used to injure spectators. So they've actually changed it for uh, a mold rather than the hard cheese. But of course, if you're running down a one in three gradient chasing a 70 mile per hour projectile, you may fall. And you may get injured. I, I have seen the pictures and the, you often see pictures of small children kind of literally bouncing down the hills, tumbling, spinning. Which to my mind reminds me of kind of you know, the happiest days of childhood. But obviously <laughs> as an adult, the bones are a little bit more breakable and there is no official organiser of this event anymore so as to avoid claims. It is now... So it's just turn up, turn no one's organising you know, it. And you just happen to choose at the same time as other Ach, people we live chase. in a boring era, don't uh, we? They also do the Toe Wrestling World Championships in Derbyshire in England. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to ma- imagine what that looks like. Invented in 1974 as a uh, sport in which the British could dominate. <laughs> Un- unfortunately, <laughs> in 1976, a Canadian man won. <laughs> so Even it better. went into abeyance for a few years, but it's back. They actually applied to the International Olympic Committee to be registered as a sport. Uh, Have they been sh- turned down? Shockingly, shockingly, they admitted golf and who, tennis who and knew? sports like that. But So Alan Nasty Nash, the current world champion, will not Is be able not to display Olympian. his uh, wares uh, on the world stage. Um, Air Guitar World Championship. Oh, yeah. In Finland. Uh, this is actually based... That's so Scandinavian, isn't on it? ...on creating world peace. Their view is that wars would end and all bad things, including climate change, uh, would disappear if everyone just played air guitar. Um... And I suppose if that's all we did, yeah, well, I mean, might if, be right. you know, Trump and King, Kim Jong-un were there, you know, trying to... It's all they're short of. ...crack out their ACDC, they're thunderstruck. I can see how that can improve. Of course, Enda has auditioned for this. Remember Bruce Springsteen? Oh, Enda Kenny was photographed. Yeah, he rock and roll. Absolutely, uh, although it was, you know, a little bit... More dad rock, really. I, <laughs> I, 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 fair, you know, fair. is a very sexy, I, I sexy see, rock and roll type I of a man, see, surely. I'd see, I could see Putin being good at air guitar. Ugh. Ugh. 
But with, Ireland with doesn't no, with no top on. Ireland doesn't have a national qualifying tournament. There are ten countries around the world that do. Oh, really? But you can turn up on the twenty third of August this year in Ulu in Finland and participate in the uh, Dark Horses. Barry, is there a website or something you can go on? Supposing you're somebody who just feels like travelling and saying, I'd love to go off and see something wacky. and Because those, those these events mm. are great fun. I yes. mean, you arrive into a foreign country, you don't know anybody. And they're great ways of meeting people too because everybody's very, uh, you know, friendly and chatty yes. at all this kind of... Is, is there some way to look all this stuff up? The, and we not, can put it up on the there, News there, Talk there website. Are, there are festival websites. We'll send a, a few uh, links to these, including to the Wife Carrying World Championships. Ooh, Finnish. I think I've seen Fabulous. this. Just talk me through this briefly. Basically, you have to carry uh, your wife or a nominee if you do not have a if wife. Your wife is, is, is heavier uh, than well, like. There's a minimum weight rather than maximum. Oh, okay. Yeah, 49 kilos uh, around a special obstacle Now, in fairness, track. that's very light. Right. Uh, there are three ways of carrying your wife. Piggyback, fireman's carry or Estonian style, which is, which is somewhat intriguing. Basically, the w- wife hangs upside down with her legs around the husband's uh, shoulder holding on and to her, his waist. Her arms around his waist. Yes. Is her head at? at yeah. At his crotch <laughs> or his bum? Just as a. Um, it is his bum. His yes, bum. For, to okay. protect the decency of all involved. Well, well, barely, <laughs> barely, barely. June thirtieth. If anyone. If wants anyone to wants to carry their wife Estonian exactly. style.